0: I often see new business owners really struggle with what they need to be paying into the IRS, how to set money aside, how much to set aside, what's the right amount, how to do it, all the things. It can be a very confusing process because you're going from working for someone else and having a W-2 that your employer is withholding the money for you to pay your taxes to it being all on you. And that's a big responsibility because there's literally nothing worse than at the end of the year, you fire taxes and you owe the IRS a lot of money and you weren't prepared for that. That is a really bad feeling. It is not fun for anyone, whether it's the preparer, (laughs) the CPA that's doing it, or on your end, actually having to come up with that money can be stressful. So we're going to talk about that today, exactly what to do, how to set aside that money And how do you know even how much money you should set aside? So go grab your coffee and let's get in and answer all your questions regarding estimated payments, how to make them, what the amount should be, and all the good stuff. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself late at night searching for tax deductions? How to track your business finances or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to go this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, no cool, When they had a question, and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers, and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan. Until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy-to-understand financial tips, and mindset transformation, so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. Probably one of the most asked questions when it comes to new business owners and figuring out their taxes is how to set aside money so that they're not surprised at the end of the year and that they are setting aside enough money so that they can pay whatever their obligation is. I get it all the time and I'm not really sure if it's just because they have friends that fell into the trap of not setting enough money aside, if it's just a healthy fear of the IRS or the state. I'm not really sure where it comes from, but it's a valid fear because, you know, when you go from, you're switching from your employer paying all of your payroll taxes, the Social Security, the Medicare, the federal withholding, all the things and sending that in to the government, and then all of a sudden now that onus is on you, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Because you don't know what you don't know. You've never handled those things before, most likely. And so trying to figure out the best way to do it is scary. So let's talk through some quick tips on what I suggest that you do to make sure that you don't have to worry about whether or not you've set aside enough money or not. Number one is you kind of need to look at your whole tax situation. Is this the only income that you have? Do you have a spouse that makes a lot of money? Um, What tax bracket are you in? Every dollar that you're making, what is that being taxed at? Because someone that's in the, you know, 20-ish percentage tax bracket versus someone that's in the top bracket of 37% is going to need to set aside a very different amount of tax. And so you need to look to see what is your tax bracket so that you can see how much you should be setting aside. Number two is what is your profit? Are you tracking how profitable you are in the business at all? Do you know those things? Um, you know, i talk talked in previous episodes where it doesn't always make sense to immediately start with QuickBooks file because QuickBooks is just easy enough that if you're not careful, it can be pretty overwhelming and get messed up really easily. And you know, garbage in is garbage out, right? So just because you, because you have a QuickBooks doesn't mean that it's giving you good information when you run your profit and loss report. What you want to do is at a minimum, if you are smaller, maybe just getting started and I would say for sure under the $100,000 revenue mark is put it in a spreadsheet. It doesn't have to be a fairly complex spreadsheet or anything like that, but it should have the spot for the revenue and then lines for your deductions. Now, every industry is going to be different when it comes to deductions and things like that. So I'm not going to get into what is deductible and what's not. We'll get into that in another future episode But you want to be able to look at those numbers and what are they because at the bottom of that, when you have your revenue and then you take out all of your deductions, then you should have a net income or a profit of your business. Real quick, I wanted to take a quick break and tell you about a free download that I have to help you with your tax reduction strategies and process. It is my top 10 tax tips. These are my favorite tax tips that I love that help most people. And I'm giving it to you for free. You can go to 10taxtips.com. The link is also in the show notes, but you can then go in there. All you have to do is put your email address in and then immediately download it. It is 100% free. And then that way you can kind of get on that path to being able to reduce your taxes and actually have meaningful change when it comes to your taxes. Go to 10taxtips.com, the number 10taxtips.com, and download that so that you can get on your way to reducing your tax. And if you decide that you need help with those tax tips and you're not really sure what to do when you get them, then be sure to book. A free discovery call with the link in my show notes and we can talk about whether or not it makes sense to help you and if we can help you if that would be the first step it's free it's 30 minutes and we can just kind of talk and get to know each other and figure out if we can help you with reducing your taxes and with that we'll get back to the show <laughs> If you're really new, it's possible you have a loss. If you have a loss, then I would say you really don't have to worry about setting aside any money. And That really comes when you're profitable. I'm going to assume today that you're profitable and that you do need to set money aside. So once you figure out what your profit is and you know what your tax bracket is, and it's really pretty easy to do the first calculation, which is whatever your tax bracket is, the highest tax bracket that you pay in, that times the profit in your business really needs to be the money that you're setting aside. I like to look at this on a quarterly basis because it's quarterly that you're paying the money in. Now, the first year, you're actually not required to send in money to the IRS, but you do want to earmark it and set it aside. I'll talk more about that in just a minute. So the second type of tax beyond federal income tax is going to be self-employment tax. So again, if you are profitable in the business and you are just an LLC or you're a DBA, you have not elected to file a different way with your business, then you're going to have to pay the self-employment tax. That is 15.3%. What is self-employment tax? What even does that mean? Well, the self-employment tax is the employer and the employee portion of both Social Security and Medicare. It's the same stuff that gets taken out of your paycheck when you work for someone else, your W-2 earnings. The difference is that you're on the hook for both sides. Whereas when you work for someone, the employer pays half and the employee, you pay half. When you're self-employed, you pay both sides. And so that is the 15.3% self-employment tax. So let's just say for simple math, you have $1,000 in profit for the quarter. You need to set aside $153.00 so that you have enough money for self-employment tax let's also say in that example that you're in the 22 percent tax bracket it's your highest tax bracket well on a thousand dollars you'll need to make sure that you've set aside another 220 so 220 plus 153 dollars you will want those two amounts in your bank account earmarked for taxes specifically If you're like most people, if you leave that money in your main operating account, then you don't even remember that it's for taxes. And it can be pretty disheartening when you think that you have the money to pull out of your business because you see this bank account balance and you think, well, I've made this money. I should be able to pull it out. So... What you don't want to do is have your tax money still sitting in that same account because then at the end of the year, you'll have forgotten, oh yeah, I should have had you know this money set aside, $300 and whatever it was, my example, $373 for taxes. What I recommend is to set up another bank account in the business name, or frankly, it could be in your name, I guess, as well but for simplicity purposes, I would probably do it in the business name. Move that tax money into that specific checking account. Nothing else goes in or out of that checking account. It is only the checking account to earmark your taxes for the end of the year. The other thing that you'll put in there is if you have state income tax, you'll want to earmark some money for that. Typically the state income tax, unless you're in one of the higher tax states like California, New York, It's not going to be ridiculous. So it's probably going to be a little bit of an easier pill to swallow to come up with that money at the end of the year. For just being conservative and making sure everything is taken care of, look to see if you owe state income tax as well and move that money into your tax checking account also so that everything is tidy, neat, moved out of your operating account, and you're not thinking that you have all this extra cash to use either on operating the business or to pull out for yourself because you've earmarked it for tax purposes. So then what you want to do, <clears throat> if you're in your first year, you aren't going to be required to send that money throughout the year. The IRS isn't going to require it. Now moving forward, if you're profitable, they will require it. So you'll have to send in at least the minimum amount for the safe harbor, which is just the way that the IRS says. It's the amount that you have to, to, send, to set back and send to them to cover at least the taxes you had from the previous year. Now, if you end up having a more profitable business in the next year, which hopefully you do, hopefully every year's better, then it's possible that your safe harbor amount's not enough. So I would recommend quarterly sending that money again into the IRS or your state. I would caution you though, to not send in too much. I'm just seeing more and more with the IRS that they're a little bit more greedy when it comes to getting you your money back. They want their money immediately, but then if you overpay them, it is getting harder and harder to get the money back from them. I'm got the reason why that is, not the least of which is our federal debt and the fact that that money's going up and frankly, The government needs as much money as they can to continue operating. And so if they can borrow your money to do that, then they're really happy. So they want to hold on to it as long as possible. I'm sure there are other reasons as well, but I would just caution you. I'm not telling you to not send in the money. Definitely talk to your tax professional and see if it makes sense. I just really want to caution you to make sure that you're not sending in too much and that you're doing a good job of calculating that amount. Beyond that, there's a few ways you can send in the money. You can either write a check and send it in old school with a payment coupon to the IRS. You'll want to make sure that your social security number is on that check and that payment coupon because by the way, unless you're a C Corp, these payments are going to be coming from you personally because if you are a single member LLC filing on Schedule C, if you are a partnership or if you are an S Corp, then all of that hits your personal account, your personal individual tax return. And that means that those taxes are due from you personally. So you're going to send in that money from you personally. If you have an S-Corp or a partnership and you have the money to to pull out distributions to cover that tax, you can definitely do that. So it can come to you in the form of an owner's draw or an equity distribution, and then you pay for it personally. But you do want it to uh, be a check that's in your personal name. The other way that you can do it is go on the IRS website, irs.gov, and you can make a payment that way. And you just have to indicate what tax year you're paying in for and if it's an estimated payment, because the drop down when you go on the IRS website to make a payment, there's a variety of different things on there. And so you'll wanna choose the right thing to make sure that it's being applied properly because the other thing that can be a real downer is if you choose the wrong thing, the IRS then applies it incorrectly and they won't tie it to the right year or what's going on and it can just create some other havoc and issues for you, which, you know, any issues that you can eliminate, then that's better, right? So that's pretty much it. You know, I would say stay on it quarterly. If you're having a hard time with this, give it your tax professional or you, know, you can always book a discovery call with me. We can talk through what would make sense on estimated payments and see if we can help. The other thing is, is that, you know, if you're not doing any kind of tax strategy, or tax planning, you are overpaying your taxes. So the best thing to do is to talk to us to see if we can help you reduce your taxes, because then that way, the amount that you're having to send in all year long is less. You can actually keep more of your money, which is really what you want to do, right? You're working hard. You don't want to send all of your money off to the IRS. If you can keep more of it, then that's a win in my book, especially when it's legal, it's ethical, it's following all the laws, all the U.S. tax court cases, Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, if you are interested in doing that, then go to our show notes at the bottom, go to my business website. You can book a discovery call, it's a free 30 minute call to go through and figure out if we can help you on your taxes. So, with that said, thank you so much for listening, listening to the show. I always appreciate it. It really makes me so happy to know that the information that I'm sharing is helping you. So, also share this show with a friend if it has benefited you so that other people can learn about my show and really get the confusion out of business finances. It shouldn't be that confusing. And so I want to help as many people as possible. So with that said, I hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you soon.